0: So many neighbourhoods were bulldozed to make way for the IDR. Across the canyon here was once thriving with pubs and parlours, families, children, workers. Terraced streets like those that branch off all along the Oxford Road were vacated, then torn down. And then for two decades afterwards, the IDR was left unfinished, a flyover ending in the middle of the air. But it evolved. The tramline was established in 2043 as part of Reading's Green Initiative. And today, the IDR becomes pedestrianised for good, representing a major revolution for the structure of the town. Established in 2020 during the COVID pandemic, Baker Street Productions is now celebrating 30 years of creativity in Reading. In this landmark year of 2050, as the town celebrates its 20th carbon neutral year and the opening of a new heritage arts hub, and with the Oxford Road itself preparing for the Silver Jubilee of King William V, we team up with the West Reading-born journalist Amanda Halliday to bring you the stories of Reading's most vibrant area. Welcome to the Oxford Road. Number 12, the IDR. The IDR was proposed in 1963 as a solution to the regular disruptive build-up of traffic along Broad Street, and it's been a centre of some controversy ever since. Many were grateful that HGVs and goods vans were no longer forced to drive through the centre of Reading on their way elsewhere, but my father was one of many who had to leave his home to make way for its development. And I always thought of it as this big, ugly, concrete construction that stood on the site of his childhood. However, the Friends of the IDR have been a major advocate of the IDR's potential. And it's really they who are responsible for the IDR's new purpose as a pedestrianised route. Peppa Briskowski is the current chair of the Friends of the IDR.
1: The Friends were set up rather informally to begin with, with the intention of just really being a group for like-minded concrete huggers to meet up in a pub and chat about the IDR and its history and aesthetic. And as I gather from the stories of early members, it was very enjoyable. You know, just a little bit of fun and solidarity. Like I said, like-minded concrete huggers. People who didn't think the usual assessment of the IDR at the time, which was generally rather negative on all accounts people who didn't think this usual assessment of the IDR was particularly fair and yes, just a bit of fun. But fun has a funny way of motivating people and pretty soon, by the second or third meeting I think, the friends were spitballing possible ways they could promote the IDR as the important feature of Reading's heritage they believed it to be. You know, more than just a loud road that was full of traffic, whatever, it was slightly busy because really, it is a marvel of brutalist architecture and and an elegant solution to a problem that looked to become overwhelming. Reg was adamant that it needed to be presented as such. Reg Vaston King, this is our founder. He was a marvellous man, always very excitable, with lots of ideas about how the friends of the IDR could alter the Ring Road's reputation, the first of which, I believe, was to allocate one day every year when the IDR would be shut to traffic so that pedestrians and cyclists could really appreciate the history and culture that lay on all sides along the route. (laughs) Reg was adamant that the reason the IDR was so disregarded at the time was that no-one really had the chance to stop and appreciate Appreciate its ingenuity, because the only chance anyone actually had to really bask in the majesty of the concrete construction was when they were stuck in traffic on it. And when your only intention is to get moving, you can get rather annoyed by the opposite being the case.
0: So I think it was always viewed from this unfortunately short-tempered mental space. I think it's quite short-sighted to presume that the only reason the IDR was disliked is because everyone was always stuck in traffic on it. An entire neighbourhood was bulldozed, and to many, this road represented a distinct political disregard for the lives of individuals. My father grew up on Flint Street, totally gone. He went to the primary school, which was flattened for the Broad Street Mall. He played football in the alleyways that were dug up for a big road. His dad drank in the pubs when he came back from work. They're all gone too. This was a home for so many families, where so much of their lives took place. My father would describe another world from his pre-IDR childhood that no longer existed, just wiped from the town. Howard Street had a terrace on the other side. A road called Soho Street would have stretched across above the canyon here and off into the town center. There were pups here. Gardens, a a primary school, a massive part of Oxford Road's community, all flattened for its inconvenience in the path of progress. Memories are always connected to a place. Uh, but, 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 But
1: that's all part of why we, at the Friends of the IDR, consider it such an important aspect of the town.
0: Because people's homes were destroyed.
1: Precisely that, because the IDR is so immensely important for understanding Reading in the context of Britain's post-war optimism and the countrywide restructuring that gripped us at the time. Just think about how hard it is to be objective about the history of an
0: era we're so immediately and, and emotionally connected to. It was objectivity that saw people as an obstacle to financial and political progress. This isn't just history to some people. Uh, well, I, I I suppose what I mean by that is
1: it happened. The IDR was built to solve a problem that at the time looked to overrun the town... The traffic buildup was polluting Broad Street to a point that would soon have had a significant and detrimental effect on people's health. And yes, in being built, the IDR saw the lives of many people altered forever. But ignoring it as a feature of the town won't change that. It won't change anything. And indeed, if we want to learn from this, take from its construction whatever lessons we want, we have to consider its merits as well as the political disregard that led to its construction. So many people were thoroughly relieved to be rid of the noise and vehicular confusion that Broad Street was descending into. It was antisocial and getting worse. But, but, but that's a problem that was solved by the IDR. So all people see today is a large and purposeless road and not the only solution to a problem. It was building and building to the point of having a significant negative impact on the lives of individuals
0: and the town itself. The neighbourhood that was here before the IDR had so many memories attached to it for so many people that the construction of this road, many, me included, carries a distinct emotional weight. But even I find myself admitting the importance of historical context when compared with the present. The route of this road goes
1: right through the heart of Reading's culture and heritage. You take in the Huntley Wharf, the the Thames Quarter, the Minster Quarter. I like to imagine that Reg would have been absolutely delighted when the Banksy of Oscar Wilde went up on the prison walls, you know, adding something else to the fascinating route this road takes and saving the prison in the process. (laughs) But the... The idea for the IDR's pedestrianisation began as a result of this, really. It was an idea that was supposed to garner appreciation for the IDR from the more adverse public. When Reg realised, with the formation of the Friends of the IDR, quite how many people actually felt the same way as he did, how many people also harboured this great respect for Reading's Ring Road, he felt spurred into action. So, in May 2034, we campaigned and fundraised and got the IDR closed to vehicles for a whole weekend. And and people began to realise how special and how unique the road actually is. And when they installed the tram lines... Reg was overjoyed! <laughs> we all were. I remember the moment we found out about it. Everyone thought the friends liked the IDR for its function as a traffic route. But it was more than that to Reg, you know. To him, it made Reading's post-war optimism more obvious and understandable, and I think that's very important. Now it's a wonderful walking route, and the only one like it in England, too, with almost 800 trees planted along it, and there are no more cars, which means no more pollution, and that's always something to strive for.
0: The IDR's construction solved a problem that we rarely encounter today. And yet the only thing we seem to recall is the entire neighbourhood that was displaced for it. But now, thanks in no small part to the friends of the IDR, the old road, which was, to me, simply an unsightly traffic trap, is now one of the most pleasant places to be in Reading. Easily the progressive structure so many failed to see it as, nearly a century ago.